Welcome back to episode 72 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. First up, the best way to incentivize players in Decentraland. Next, interoperability for non-fungible tokens. Then, we describe details for the Ethermon game in Decentraland. And finally, we announce the winner for the land giveaway. All right, let's listen in. So, well, damn, dude, I'm glad you came in with a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Why, dude? You see, like, that totally amped me up. Like, I was feeling like shit all day today, dude. Now you just amped me up. Dude, do you have, I don't know why. Do you have COVID or what? I hope not, man. I was having, like, difficulty breathing earlier, but I, I think it's just like... Well, that sounds like COVID. Nah, man. Bullshit. I could still smell and taste, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I think it's because, like, I'm getting back into, like, a workout regimen. Like, oh, shit, finally. yeah. So, like, maybe, like, my my body's, like, adjusting to it, dude. I think I'm just fatigued. You know what I mean? So, like, are you working body. out? Like, you got a home gym, right? Yeah, got a home gym, but I'm not really. Yeah, I've been lifting a little bit away from. I'm more talking about, like, just running oh, like, okay. outside, outside around the neighborhood. Dude, it's, like, like 100 degrees, man. Yeah, but I do it like at six in the morning though. Oh. So it's like it's okay. Yeah. But it's still it's taking a toll. I gotta like rebuild all my freaking everything. You know oh yeah, I mean? for sure. Yeah. I've been out of the game for like almost almost two years. Right. So I lost all my functioning capabilities. So I gotta rebuild it all. Yeah, I kinda know what you mean, man. It's like as soon as you get injured, that's it's over. You get out of that you get out of that yeah. routine and out of that zone and it's like yeah, tough man. to get back. I was on such a good, yeah, I was in like a zone zone. Like I was getting, I was probably like in the, the strongest I've ever been, like the best cardio shape I've ever been. And then I got sick like two years ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. I was like really sick for like a month. And then that was it, dude. Game over. Yeah, that was like um, right before we started the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you were sick during like November, December time frame. And we were talking about. Oh, yeah, you were a, sick too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Everyone was getting sick, man. It was yeah. it was probably like freaking pre-COVID or something. I don't know what was going on. Yeah, but when I got sick, it was nothing. But you got like near death. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. I had to go to the doctor and shit, get like steroid injections, antibiotics <laughs> and shit. It was like, fuck, man. Yeah. i never been that sick before. Dang. But anyways, but yeah, got my energy back because of you. <laughs> so, so let's keep it going the little, gotta, the little intro yeah we got a few things to talk about yeah so there's um uh, yeah a couple of things we got ethermon we got um a couple of other events that occurred i know frankie has been busy with like axie stuff and uh we were, we were planning on originally doing this with frankie and live and all that stuff but i don't know i don't know if i don't know it just didn't um Not, it didn't make sense it, for something like this it wasn't it didn't turn out to be as much of a spectacle as I was I wanted yeah. it to be like a month ago. I was because yeah, you know, we're gonna we need to get into this discussion. Like whenever we proposed this idea of like a monthly skills challenge, I guess what we branded it as. I thought it would be like a lot of hype because we, we had a land parcel up for grab, you know? Yeah. That's a pretty big uh incentive carrot, you know what I mean? It's a pretty big something to strive for, but it didn't, it didn't pan out the way I was hoping it to do. You know, I think we got like 
three different people <laughs> who mm-hmm. actually participated like regularly yeah. to try to like you know get the, get their name into the pot so that's why we're not making like a big you know spectacle event out of this you know yeah i have my own speculative uh perception on like why such a low turnout i think it's i think for decentraland a a single event a single pinpoint of a time for a particular event like play the block runner today at 7 p.m utc to win land mm-hmm. and and then you have to get like decentraland to tweet it out and send that email and all that stuff and then yeah. you would have like you know one to four hundred people trying to win that land on that that you know particular yeah. time, right? So, I think I think Decentraland performs better on like singular like events versus month long activities. Yeah, and I tried to like buffer that a little bit by like uh, yeah. every week giving away a different wearable. So like each week each week was a different uh, MetaZone game or core game. You mm-hmm. know, Block Runner, Pack Runner. Orb jumper and what else we got? <laughs> um, block runner, orb jumper, pack runner, and block Damn, hole. Dude. Block hole. There it is, block hole. Those four games. So the, the, we have twenty eight entrants because that's four weeks, twenty eight days. But yeah. uh, so we gave out four different wearables, one for each week. So yeah, I mean it's important to talk about because that's what we've been doing since day one is trying to figure out like good incentive models for players, you know, mm-hmm. to get them, to keep them engaged in Decentraland because like, honestly, <clears throat> like the blockchain gaming space, blockchain doesn't offer anything for gaming as far as like the experience itself. <laughs> that's, not what the te- that's not what the main value proposition of blockchain is when it comes to gaming. It's, it's more of like, you know, the like, assets and stuff. Yeah. The ownership, the ownership. There you go. So it's not the gameplay that's going to bring people back to Decentraland. It's, it's got to be something else, yeah. you know, because if anything, it's just way more difficult to create like engaging gameplay and in a, like a fucking decentralized platform. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you, just, you just can't do it. I mean, unless it's, you're talking about a turn-based game and even then, do you really need yeah. blockchain for that? It's like, not really. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to see any innovative gaming experiences coming out of Decentraland at all. You're going to see like some innovative business models and some innovative <clears throat> like uh, interoperability uh, for example um like say for example you take ethermon so ethermon is going to be a big game in decentraland it's just going to take some time to get there uh but if you imagine an ethermon nft uh working in decentraland like for example cobras cobras is about to be issued to all garden meta owners um by monday so it's going to be done over the weekend so about 100 people are going to have r- really, let's say it's like 60 people because a lot of people bought more than one meta. Uh, but let's say, you know, all those 60 people are going to have, you know, Cobras in their wallet. As it, well, Cobras is an NFT, right? Typically NFTs are PNGs, JPEGs, and GIFs. And so those JPEGs and those picture files... They're interoperable because we're talking about, you know, 30, 40 year old standards for JPEGs, PNGs and GIFs. Right. So that means that you can show that you have Cobras in Decentraland with a picture frame or you can show that you have Cobras in CryptoVoxels with, you know, whatever picture thing that they have in CryptoVoxels. So that's interoperable. But 
you won't be able to show a 3D model of Cobras in Decentraland without a platform like, well, you could show a 3D model, it just won't do anything without a platform like Metazone. And, you know, the 3D model isn't interoperable. You're not going to see Cobras, a 3D model in CryptoVoxels, unless you redo a 3D model that's a, a voxel-based 3D model for Cobras. So uh, this is like the difficulty in the 3D modeling slash NFT space is that things are not interoperable because you're dependent on the platform you're trying to deploy on. And every platform is unique and they have their own limitations and they have their own restrictions and all that stuff. And yeah. so potentially we might be working on something where we can help the community, the crypto community, the, the 3D modeling community into some form of um, standardization. And the standard, let's say, if you wanted your Cobras to be interoperable, you would need to create, let's say, three different models of Cobras. One for Decentraland, one for CryptoVoxels, and one for Somnium Space, for example. And they each have their own restrictions, limitations, voxel, uh, um, poly count limitations and all that stuff. And then you just have to create each one. And if you create each one, then you have a Cobras that is interoperable. Who's, who's creating each one though? Like the, the company Ethermon team, Ethermon team. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, they just, they just know which platforms they want their product to be released on essentially. So they have to like accommodate. Yeah. It's kind of like whenever like a, I don't know, a production company makes a movie, they have to create like a censored version and an uncensored version. That's right. For like the, That's right. Right. For the television versus for the movies. Yeah. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta cover all their platforms and stuff. And it even that's like right. translated versions for like overseas and shit like that. That's right. That's right. That makes sense. But that's a lot of human labor, dude. Exactly. <laughs> so that's not sound easy. Yeah, exactly. So that means that for all the animations you do for Cobras and Decentraland, you have to redo the animations for the Cobras for CryptoVoxels and then another mm -hmm. one for Somnia Space. Uh, so potentially you could use the same animations. It just depends on like what the the actual so it's not possible model like, looks like. There's no such thing. I don't. I, I'm not a tech tech guy, obviously, but I'm just like postulating here. There's no such thing as like a rendering engine that can like where you could set like parameters as far as like I have this 3D model that has like such and such like uh, dimensions or whatever yeah. to it, and then I this this like crypto voxels inputs their own like standard rendering requirements or whatever so if there was an application that did that then yeah for sure but there so is that none. way there's no it's all automated right it would be cool as fuck like you just put in a model and then it just gets crypto voxelized like automatically hey maybe yes. you could like create an application that does that for sure like you yeah. uh you get the gltf model of you know the central land cobras and you submit into this, like, uh, I don't know, maybe a plugin or whatever for Blender that yeah. has, like, the restrictions for CryptoVoxels, then the output would be a CryptoVoxel version of Cobras. But I imagine it, it can't be that simple. I mean, I don't know <laughs> enough to, like, you know, stake, I can't, I can't, stake a flag on that one, but... I can't even imagine what that would look like. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's I just get, better to redo it, like, from a quality standpoint for yeah, each of the yeah, platforms, yeah. and that's that. Yeah, but I agree. But that that is like uh, something that you haven't seen before in the gaming, like the interoperability part. Where for Ethermon in particular, if you spend a lot of time in Decentraland, like <clears throat> you know, uh, 
playing the actual Ethermon experience because it's mostly deployed into Decentraland. So you're 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 building your Ethermons, right? Mm-hmm. By by playing more, you're you know the gaining experience. They're evolving, yada yada yada, down the line. Right. But this this NFT asset is still like universal, right? You, you, it translates to all the other platforms. Yeah, so for like, sure. Uh, let's say, for example, um, since Ethermon, they they mint X amount of Cobras. Those are minted and that's it. Like there's never going to be more Cobras. And let's say, for example, you have to have, let's say you wanted to have Cobras deployed in Somnium space. You still have to have the NFT, the one of X NFT Cobras, right? Mm-hmm. So that's really the main point of all of this is that it, it doesn't, doesn't really matter what it looks like. It's the fact that you own Cobras and because Ethermon supports Cobras and all these different platforms, you can actually deploy them on all these different platforms. So uh, to kind yeah, of talk about cool. like the the near term, so let's 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 set the agenda for for today. It's really the the main reason we're getting together today is to talk about who's going to be the winner for the land. Um, so that will happen at the end, and we'll have um, I, I guess a little. A unique way to do it and really not that unique but yeah we did this last time yeah like i said we're exploring different incentive models for for player retention the last one we did was our our standard uh what monthly pool mm-hmm. you know every day there's a daily winner fuck i already forgot how it worked dude how did we select the monthly pool <laughs> that um, was it right it was the daily winners no yeah it was like no it's not the daily winners it's like tickets so every oh, yeah, sorry, yeah every play that you get you get a ticket and then it's just like a random drawing for the for the ten, top ten right. random drawing and then they get to compete. Yeah, so the more the more play attempts you did throughout the month, the more tickets you accrued, so your higher likelihood of you getting entered into the pool. The yeah, and the and the main point of doing that is we can eventually automate it to a certain extent. Like we still have to have human intervention to prevent like cheating and all that. Uh, yeah. But we can automate, like, on a monthly basis, like, on day one to day 30, you know, we automate the fact that there's going to be 10 random drawings, and, like, the whole thing is completely automated, and we don't really touch anything. There's random winners, and um, all that could be automated. We just haven't done that yet because there's higher priorities, and so that's why we haven't kept up with it. Yeah. And then on top of that, there hasn't been a whole lot of plays for, you know, exactly. a million different reasons, right? Yeah, so now now we're thinking because yeah, that first month was pretty good. It was a pretty decent turnout. I was I was pretty happy with it because you know it was the first month of Decentraland's launch, so there right. was a lot more player activity going on. Everything was new, so people were more willing to you know explore. But then that second month rolled around, and you know we didn't see the same numbers, so we we recognized. I think what do you call it? Like a uh, like a cold start. There you go. We recognize like a cold start problem because you know every daily pool starts at zero. So it's like who wants to put forth that first ten mana attempt to win nothing, right? Yeah. Nobody. So yeah, I guess and, the next phase is experimenting with that, right? Yeah, exactly. So now we're going to focus on the cold start, and from a scientific standpoint, I'm curious. You know what happens when on on the first day, first day of the month. The minimum you can win is 20 mana on all the games, right? You play once, you have a chance to win 20 mana. You know, is that enough to create that, uh, that a hot start where yeah. the, the, even any winner, any player is going to win something, right? If you're the first player, you have a chance of winning something versus 
you know, if you put in 10 mana and you only get one back, there's less of incentive to play. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious from a, um, from a scientific standpoint, I am hesitant from a like human bandwidth standpoint, like maintaining all this stuff. It's the daily payouts. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally we would have like the, the, yeah, like you said, the automated payment contract set up for that. Yeah. And to comment on the payment contracts and all that stuff, I'm as eager as anyone else on (laughs) getting the payments contracts and the NFTs out um, just because it makes our lives easier from the standpoint that it, it's a little bit more automated than it is right now, especially for the payouts. And uh, we still have to do payouts for the last, I don't know, six weeks or so, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, all that, all that stuff is manual and it's, it's, it's such a, it's a pain for sure. Yeah. There's like a couple people requesting these payouts, but really it's just dust, you know, yeah. literally like less than 10 mana. And it's so. actually do, good to do it this way because if you do it on a daily basis, uh, from a dust standpoint, you start paying out people and it's like five mana here, 10 mana there, 20, whatever. Uh, but if you wait like six months, then you're like issuing 50 mana or 100 mana or whatever it is to these individuals. And it's all yeah. done once. And it's just... Yeah, but ideally you want to just eliminate that... Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. That, so that, what, what happens is uh, for smart contracts, once we have that issued or uh, deployed, mm-hmm. you, as, you as a player starts accruing your wins. And then yeah, you like just balance. go uh, like a balance. Exactly. So you just go yeah. into meta zone and then you just uh, withdraw that balance whenever you want. And that's that. Yeah. Which is pretty cool if you think about it, because we're getting a lot more game submissions finally. So mm-hmm. there's going to be different, uh, I don't know, different uh, sources of potential earnings for a player and the yes. meta zone ecosystem. So yes. Imagine you being like somebody like Red Nitrous. You're going around and you're nuking every game competition out there. And it's just, you know, you log in every day. You see your fucking balance go up every day. Like, what better incentive is that to keep playing, you know? Right, right. To me, like, if I logged in every day and I, and I saw, like, I'm, I'm building a balance of cryptocurrency because I'm I'm gaming, shit. Yeah. I'm doing that every day, dude. That's Hell what yeah. I'm doing. Hell yeah. So that's kind of like the discussion we're having here and what we, we always have because we've kind of like, I don't know how, we've kind of like been pulled into like the gaming, like basically turned into like a game studio slash yeah sort of in a way. Like, you know, Oscar it was these games and stuff, but it, it was core over Oscar who said that uh, the SDK is really like a game engine. It's like yeah, it's, it's there. It's really designed to like build games. And um, I can feel it too. Like you know, like, uh, uh, I hear things. Well, I mean, just this, this competition that essentially announced like recently the, the mini game competition, it exactly. just, it, it feels like these guys, you know, the team, their mind is on gaming. Like, I think, I think that's what they're. Yeah. I mean, and that's good. I mean, gaming, there's, it's a big, it's a big community. It's a, it's a big market. It's, it's, it's a, it's a monster, dude. Yeah. It's huge. It's, huge. it's bigger than the movie yeah. industry, right? It's bigger than like all entertainment combined, I think. I yeah. mean, everybody games now, man. It's, it's, it's True. insane. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's in no small part due to like mobile gaming. Oh, uh, by the way, did you, did you see the new PS5? I did. I did. What, what did you think of the design? I thought it looked cool, man. Everyone's like really? shitting on it for some reason. I mean, I, I didn't think it was ugly. I didn't think it was that bad. I, I was more like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? 
I felt like I just bought my whatever the fuck this is like yesterday, and they're already coming out with a new one. The PS4 or what? What'd you buy? I have an Xbox something. Oh, okay. Xbox, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Whatever it is. It's basically a Roblox machine for like my nieces and nephews when they come (laughs) over. But yeah, it's like, okay, we got a new console. See, graphics barely upgraded. And like, even like the games are still the same. Like, nothing's changing, man. Yeah. The gaming industry is like stagnant right now. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you're a game studio, you want to appeal to the biggest market, and that's like kids. Uh, that's why Roblox is still around and Minecraft is still around because it appeals to that type of audience. Like, you're not going to see a whole lot of adults playing Minecraft. Yeah, you'd be surprised, dude. Well, I'm saying like the majority. <laughs> if you look yeah. at if you look at the market for Minecraft, like the majority is not adults. Yeah, probably not. Right. So I, at least I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, just because that's a problem. Just see, like, but then if you flip it on, like, you could compare Minecraft with Decentraland and Decentraland. The majority are adults, man. Like Dude, at minimum yeah. eighteen years old. I agree. Like yeah, like Red Red Knight's is probably the youngest dude in the metaverse right yeah. now. Like by we're stretch, all a bunch of like yeah, we're all a bunch of bearded and grayed out old men. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's how it starts, I think. Right. Well, I think it's it's because you it requires money. Yeah. So that's I a mean, big barrier. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, people, People talk about that all the time, man, about how like the whole it's like we like the cryptocurrency spin to this whole metaverse thing uh, experiment. But do you, yeah, it's, it's like a huge barrier for like, you know, the, the regular people, the regular mm-hmm. demographic of gamers, like even like uh, the name thing where you have to pay 100 mana to claim a name. Mm-hmm. That's an obstacle. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. But to play Call of Duty, how much do you have to spend up front? Just the purchase of the game. Right, it's like sixty bucks, right? Next year, right. how's that compared to hundred mana? Now it's free. No, but the, that's the old model, dude. Nowadays everything's free. Like the freemium model is king right now in gaming. Yeah, but how do they monetize it? How do they monetize it? Selling skins and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is optional. It's not like what I'm saying is there's no longer like a, a barrier to entry anymore to these games. That's why like gaming is exploding, mm-hmm. you know, because of this new freemium model shit that kicked off with. I don't know who started it. Fortnite, maybe. Uh, I'm pretty sure it started before Fortnite, but well, Fortnite what's, definitely. What's that huh? game called? Um, the one where it's um it's an arena shooter, but it's free. Like it's it's just completely free. Um, uh, Apex Legends. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What about it? So that that one is completely free, and I think you do sell the skins yeah. on that one. And yeah, it's it's basically a Fortnite ripoff. That's what that is. But I think the 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 model came from the mobile mobile yeah. gaming industry i think you're right yeah the, the pr- predominant games there are generally free and then you can like pay to pay to win to to a certain extent or See, that's pay different. for like yeah yeah uh, pay to win I'll, yeah i remember rick <laughs> my brother there's a game called apb reloaded dude like he spent a shit ton of money on that game it was free it was like a total indie game but yeah if you, if you wanted to spend like 40 50 bucks on like the super powerful rocket launcher or something, you go around killing everybody. Yeah, which I think is, is stupid as hell. But <laughs> but there's some games out there that apply that model, and people are willing to pay for it. But I think that squeezes out a lot of people from their from their you know their player base because a lot of people don't want to spend money to be good at a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. But I, I get the whole skin thing. Like that that's that shit works. Like that's addictive because all it is is just cosmetics. You know. But still, the yeah. point is, 
all that money being spent is optional is they're not they're not forcing you to do it to you know start playing so that's what the debate is with the whole downloading metamask spending 100 mana to claim a name like these are things that players are being forced to do upon entering into the central land you know and yeah i mean but so the debate is do we figure out how to eliminate that or do we just yeah but so it's it's 100 mana for a name yeah, it's it's not a hundred mana to get into the central land. That's true. Like you just log in as a guest, uh, and you could do everything the same, right? Like you could play our games. You can play our games. Yeah, you just have to put money in your wallet. That's the real. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the real challenge is like understanding what a wallet is, and then getting getting Ethereum, and then converting Ethereum to mana, and then you can yeah, start man. playing. Dude, I've been having so many issues with my MetaMask lately because of this whole gas shit. Whew. Yeah, what's so, up with Ethereum, man? They can't like, they can't even hold like a cup of water anymore. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I recently started using Dapper for everything, and it, it the whole ten free Dap Dash Pass, whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't think it's called Dash Pass. I think that's DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> Dapper Pass, I think is what it's called. Yeah, that is is huge if they can figure out how to do that like forever meaning like you don't have to interact with ethereum gas you know like the the wallet itself is covering that Mm -hmm. bullshit and just like letting you transact freely and like quickly that's the that's the way it should go i think see i I don't don't know i don't know the back end though well i guess um dapper is paying for the gas fees right that's the only way i guess yeah it's, it's almost like they're fronting the bill and then they're dealing with the back-end transactions on their own like later on i think i don't yeah. fucking know dude but they give you 10 a week you know yeah and there's something weird with dapper is that from a developer standpoint like dapper always gives like uh these these daps problems when people yeah, use like dapper ours. yeah like ours i think it's for that reason because it's like yeah, the, from the user standpoint, it's like the transactions are instant and like final. But I guess when it comes to business to business, like there's there's a discrepancy there. Like yeah. it's not actually executed. You know what I mean? So right. it kind of fucks with our our data. But then problems. you could. I mean, we could implement eventually Plasma and then Matic or whatever, and the transaction should be instantaneous. At least that's what they're I don't know. That's they're what pitching. They say. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to do that. I think we're going to have to dabble into those waters for sure. Because this is a problem, man. Like, I, it is. It's a huge problem. Yeah, I mean, period. we have to do a lot of manual labor for some of the purchases too because when, like, for example, somebody used some obscure wallet out there on the internet and they purchased an Ethermon Garden and, like, it took 10 days to clear. Oh, my God. 10 days, like. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what see again, that's a problem. What what happened in that scenario? Did he come into the Discord and is like, yo, where the fuck's my wallet? I mean my garden. No, I think he knew. He knew that it's it's been pending for like ten days. And then just all of a sudden I, I go and check his wallet just to see like what's what's going on. Let's see if it's still pending. And then it was cleared. I was like, Okay, well, I guess he, he owns a new Ethermon garden meta that I mean, he should have owned like I got I got shit pending from months ago still in my MetaMask, dude. Like No, that's, just, that's probably done. Dude, I can pull it up right now, man. That shit is no. Not I'm bad. saying not not done like in complete. It's done as in it's never gonna get. Oh yeah, mined. Yeah, yeah. No, it's done. Yeah. As in so like, have you tried clearing the transaction by send yourself zero ETH? No. Yeah. What yeah. I, what I'm waiting for are lower gas prices so I can reattempt like 
whatever the fuck transaction in my history that's <laughs> preventing all the you know the ones that are pending. From so happening. so you don't want to let that transaction go. In other words, uh, I don't think I think it's just like a ten minute transaction. I'm pretty sure. I don't really Why? Then it. just like clear it, man. End it. But it's it's already done. It's it says like it. The reason it failed is because of like insufficient funds. Because like whenever I did it, I guess there was like a wild spike in gas, so it like never got accepted, right? Into yeah. the pool. Yeah, but is is it important for you to like receive this transaction? No, but it's it's important for me to. So what are you saying? Like <laughs> what I'm saying is cancel. You no, know, yeah, you cancel the transaction. And okay, the, I've done and, that. And the way you do that is you have to go to EtherScan and like or or um my Ether wallet. I mean. And send yourself zero ETH. And if you do that, that will get mined and it'll clear all the previous pending transactions. Send myself. Yes. So, like, I'll go into the MetaMask that has all those pending transactions and enter in that same address. The same address, zero ETH. Zero ETH. Yeah. All right, I'm going to try that today, dude. Let's we'll see mean, what happens. I sent you that article so that you could, like, clear it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. I don't know. I, I, I started watching it and it was like, three-year-old videos like dude this shit's not gonna work you know what i mean yeah a, a it video, works. Like, because it's using the old version of my ether wallet so it's like man this is like dinosaur yeah but it's the same it, i mean it's the me. same same steps because i know a lot of people purchasing metas they have a bunch of like pending transactions like they're trying to move land or they're trying to purchase land and they're waiting on like on a pending transaction and they can't yeah. buy anything including metas yeah. or any other crypto object there is using a, a wallet they just can't buy anything and so I have to like show them. It's like you have to, if it's if the pending transaction is not that important to you, cancel it. And here's how you do it. Yeah. And so and it's worked for them. It's pretty cool, man. When you think about it, right? Like you were freaking running a business on Ethereum, man. It's fucking wild. That is wild. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. About if you it? think about it, yeah, it is pretty wild. And you think about like, yeah, dude. These are like issues that like other people don't have to worry about because it's like a new technology. Like, dude, like transacting shouldn't be this difficult man but it is yeah <laughs> yeah but like, uh i mean we're using i mean i would argue that we crypto is more real money than fiat is right uh yeah uh i mean <laughs> now we're going we're supposed to say hell yeah talk. dude i don't know man shit I mean, look, they I'm just not, printed not, they just I printed can't. almost oh, over a trillion dollars within the last couple of months I out know. of thin air, dude. I, I agree. How's that how's that a money that you want to hold on to? Like why would you hold on to that bag versus a Bitcoin Only because bag? Because of like the legacy reputation it holds it's it. That's literally it. Only yeah, because but, the whole world agrees that it's a functioning Yeah, but uh, I think the whole world is also seeing like it's also not functioning bullshit dude dude i wouldn't take anything the world has to say like as valuable man like well i'm after, saying like they're starting to recognize the just, after what the world is displaying to me like you know as far as how the world thinks i don't trust the world willis well, <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say no but if the world recognizes that fiat is less valuable than its crypto counterpart I, I agree. I've been saying this since the fucking uh, Andreas Antonopoulos interview, man. Oh, I know. Yeah. But but that's never going to just spark in people's heads. Like, oh, you know what? Fiat's fucking stupid. Like, that's never going to happen, dude. It's only way that's ever going to happen is like, it has to just fail completely, I think. 
and then people are gonna like ask questions like what the fuck why why is my why, why, why is my money not worth anything anymore? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? then instead, of, instead of like Black Lives Matter being like the cultural zeitgeist movement, it's right. going to be like fucking... Where's fuck my money? Street. Yeah, where's my money, bitch? You yeah. know? That's going to be the new movement. <laughs> yeah. That's what has to happen. Like people have to be like nonstop, like punched in the face, you know, with like yeah, bad yeah, news yeah. in order for them to get the message. Yeah. So. Yeah. I see what you did there. What did, <laughs> Get, <laughs> what did I do? Getting punched in the face, like like all the rioters oh, and all those protesters. Exactly. Yeah, dude. People respond to violence and like chaos, dude. That's just the way it is. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. That's just my perspective. You could be like super optimistic and shit and say like the tech will sell itself one day, but I mean, no, definitely I not. But I don't know. I, I do think we need to discover like a prime use case for cryptocurrency, like an inescapable obvious use case like you know elon musk said that if you're going to build a company make sure it's obviously better it's obviously better than anything that's ever existed yeah like for example teslas they're obviously better than any combustion engine vehicle i mean or any like electric vehicle made or yeah any obviously yeah but yeah if you compare it to like the um the status quo of a combustion engine you you get a hypercar versus the Tesla Roadster and the Roadster would just like I mean it would obliterate it in in such a proportion that it, it's unmeasurable like it's just obviously better mm-hmm. uh but you know obviously you can't you can't always build everything that's obviously better i mean it's like that's like Elon's domain right he made he made rockets obviously better how who who does that nobody exactly he's like <laughs> and then and then well he started paypal mafia right with his crew and that paypal mafia group they uh they started all these companies linkedin and all kinds and of other him. stuff that's just him though like a lot of companies aren't obviously better right a lot of successful companies are just like uh i guess marketed better or something mm-hmm. yeah in some cases, no, for sure right? I, well, yeah what i'm saying is like if cryptocurrency is as good as everyone says it is we gotta find like a legit use case. Yeah, the one I could, one I I know is a good use. It's just the the incentive futility to it. Meaning, like we're starting to see it with like things like Reddit adopting cryptocurrencies and creating their own. As far as like incentivizing community contribution and shit, like to get people to reward contribution essentially with cryptocurrencies. Sure. Yeah, that is a killer use case. I mean, we already see it with Decentraland itself, the mana. That is literally like the the fucking blood supply of Decentraland is yeah. mana. None of no, us would be doing anything if there wasn't a cryptocurrency like in this space. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think from an incentive standpoint, I agree with that. I just don't know if it's that killer use case. Like in the sense that I can send you a thousand bucks from bank to bank and it's going to get there in a couple of days. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you come in and say, hey, why don't you just send me Bitcoin and it'll get there in like in 10 minutes. Um, I don't know if that is the best, like the killer use case for crypto. The fact that you get in 10 minutes. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I can send you a million dollars or half a penny using the same network, Bitcoin, and it'll get there at the exact length of time. Like aren't microtransactions like really quick with things like Venmo and like Cash App and shit like that? pretty much instant uh, too, right? It, it it is pretty much instant, yes. Yeah, uh, but so like, they're but they're they're fronting the cash for you. 
right? Yeah, they're they're using the Dapper model essentially. Yeah, they're waiting <laughs> on your behalf for their money that they just gave you, right? If I send you a hundred hundred dollars in Venmo using Venmo, you get the hundred dollars instantly, but but it's really Venmo's bank account that paid you a hundred. Or not me, the other guy, whoever I'm paying. Well, no, right. no, Venmo is giving you their money. They, Venmo is waiting for my money to leave oh, my bank account to go to yeah, their yeah. bank account. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so they're handling the back end like right. shittiness of that transaction, but that's their business model. They're providing all that convenience. Like I said, it's the Dapper model. Yeah, that's what these wallets need to head towards that that convenience model. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't know how much it costs Venmo to do that. I don't know how much. I don't know, but I mean, there's, I'm sure they're thriving, right? It they costs them be... something, yeah. And I, we don't when when you when we use Venmo, it doesn't really cost us anything. Like unless we want, so. unless we want. Oh, you know what? They take money whenever you you like withdraw your cat your bank account. They See, take but a they cut. but they don't. They they don't take a cut unless you want it instantaneously in your bank account. If you wait the three days, there is no fee. I don't think I ever wait the three days, so I always end up paying oh, really? like, wow, like a couple percent. I think a lot of people are probably like, fuck it, dude, a couple percent, you can have it. You know? Really? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that like, I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Yeah, you're not the only one, but yeah. I mean. So they have to be making money somehow, and I think that's it. Like They just get a little. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that, that is their business model. I just don't know how profitable that is. Yeah, I don't know either. Like our. I don't know. Maybe let's say their market share was a a group of people who didn't mind waiting the three days for their cash to show up. Then they wouldn't really have a business unless they just kept raising money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, man. I don't know. So, yeah, I I mean, there's a business. There's a good business model to make things easier for people for sure. Like, uh, I mean, Metazone is, is one of those business models, right? It's one of those businesses. We make things easier for landowners to deploy stuff and, and then with Ethermon, we're going to have players able to participate in a game in Decentraland. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And, and it's a game, it's not a game, it's not a mini game where you like pay 10 mana and then like you play for like 10 minutes and it's, it's over. It's more like you have an asset and you have to take care of it. And the point of the asset is to grow and prove it and then eventually battle it, you know? So. <clears throat> I mean, it's now that we're talking about Ethermon. Is it okay if I just throw out some like random jabs at you and like see? Yeah, yeah sure. Kind of that if it's something you could answer, like go ahead. If it's something that's like under wraps, just be like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But basically, like, yeah, it's to that effect because the metaverse is supposed to be like this persistent thing that lasts all of the rest of eternity, right? Cause yeah. I saw this hilarious Twitter post about like old MMOs that like uh, ended and then they showed all the pictures of like people saying their goodbyes because the servers were going to close. Oh yeah. 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 That, I thought that was fucking hilarious and like kind of tragic. It was kind of sad. Like everyone in the chat, like bye friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's something apparently that should never happen. Right. In the central end. That should oh yeah. Never happen. No, it, it shouldn't never happen unless everyone decides no to stop s- supporting it. Like that's yeah. it. Which exactly. would be very unlikely. I mean, somebody out there would be like, well, I'll run a server. Yeah, like in this stage, it's probably possible because it's so early and there's only like 10 nodes, I think. Yeah. It's well, I think there's more, but uh, yeah, you're right. It's it's probably, you know, it's like uh, it's like Satoshi. It was easier to kill Bitcoin when it first launched than it is to kill Bitcoin now, right? 
yeah like central land 10 years from now is probably gonna be like unstoppable I'm yeah assuming so if that's the case like these ether mods do they have like unlimited level capacities like do they just keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger and maybe like the team itself just keeps creating new evolutions down the line or how does that work it's very possible yeah so for example i think the level caps at 100 from from the original game but i think in the central land is probably going to cap like around 50 until we can like build in like the other um gameplay mechanics yeah um that and makes then, sense yeah so like with like a, any kind of additional expansion like maybe like well add 10 levels yeah and so, Something and then like it's exponentially harder to gain XP. I mean, it's not that it's harder to gain XP. It's just the bar, the amount of XP you need to get to get to the next level. It increases. It, it increases. With every level. Yeah, dramatically. Really? Yeah. That's so, so this is perfect. a long-term game, dude. This is like long-term. Like, for example, when your, your Cobras goes to sleep, it goes to sleep for like 10 hours. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, dude. When he goes to sleep, he goes to sleep for ten hours. Of course, you can wake him up, uh, but, but, but to fill that bar, to, yeah, to fill the bar, to fill the bar, it needs ten hours of sleep or whatever so, it is. It's eight so, hours or whatever. So what happens if that bar goes to zero? Does it just die? Uh, <laughs> eventually, you'll it, it won't die. It, it's like uh, it's like Pokemon where you play and like you have to revive your Pokemon. It'll be like oh, that. Maybe. It's like kind of like potion or something it has to drink. Or, yeah. Yeah, like an energy drink. So you'll probably basically, if it has no energy, it doesn't do anything, right? It's just pretty much, like, yeah. It just, just lays around. Yeah, or it'll just keep perpetually, just keep going back to sleep, like. Yeah, and, and you'll have to probably take it to a specific location to Central Land to revive. So there's probably like a little hospital. That, oh my god! That we sell as a what, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, dude. There's so many, so much potential for like meta expansions that landowners can like take advantage of. Yeah, you know. Yep. That's the whole point. So yeah, each of these metas, the incentive for you as a landowner to purchase them and host them is you're gonna collect some kind of microtransaction processing fee for like hosting this, you know, this yeah small piece of this gaming experience. Yeah, th right? this game doesn't exist without landowners adopting it. Um, and so yeah. we have to give for every meta that exists. There has to be an incentive for landowners to deploy it, and mm -hmm. that's really that's as simple as it gets. Yeah, so this is what I was talking about, like innovative business models, like the blockchain space is going to create. Yeah, this is one of those innovative. This has never been done before, as far as I know, where it's like, it's yeah, like a contribution of so many different parties to hosting like different elements of a game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like that is one hell of. I don't know why people aren't writing like ridiculous headline <laughs> articles about this shit. <laughs> like, uh, maybe we suck at marketing, or I don't know. Uh, I, don't know I, I it's um, it'll be a while before people realize like what it is What's that happening. we're doing yeah yeah it's it's gonna have to be like down the line whenever like today we talk about second life like oh second life real estate tycoon like somebody made a million dollars selling yeah. flipping land in second life right exactly and like someone's gonna make a documentary online like fucking ethermon tycoon i got like all these hospitals i'm like farming dead ethermons yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah you never like, know it's like for example um you could have a level 100, you know, you know, this Ethermon completely, you know, to its last evolution, but it's, it's not revived. And so it, it'll, it, it may cost more to revive an Ethermon like that versus like a Kiari or something like low level. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And so there's some value to it. So maybe somebody wants to buy it and then they can revive it because it's that expensive, but it depends. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really, it has to be a balanced gameplay, right? So we can't. Yeah. 
it can't be too expensive to revive something and but balanced in what sense oh because of the combat eventually down the line right you know what you mean right 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 shit <clears throat> uh and also like it's also a free-to-play game so you can get your cobras or get your ethermon whatever it is that you're going to get from the egg nest and um and you could theoretically you could play for free up until level 50 but you have to grind i mean you have to like go to like all the parcels and find that free food and all that stuff like it's mm-hmm. it's going to be like a, a true grind and um, <clears throat> it might be easier just to spend a few mana just to, like, you know, yeah. level up and stuff. <coughs> or um, or even take the even lazier route, just fucking wait for someone else to do all that work and then buy theirs then, off the market. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's different layers to this as far from, like, an economic perspective. I Correct. Think, which is what I am super attracted to. You know. Yeah, I mean, there has to be some activity that you do in Decentraland without really having to, first of all, search that far for it. And second, uh, it's not a huge barrier to entry. And mm-hmm. so I think when people see these Ethermons and these parcels, I'm sure they're going to wonder, say, hey, how do you get one? And then you can go to this egg nest and purchase an egg, wait your, I don't know how long it's going to take for it to uh, hatch, it's going to be a good minute. Like we're talking about over 30 minutes or something like that. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, and then they can start grinding if uh, you, you have the time or if you have the mana start purchasing food and like make sure it's, it's at a point where you can start leveling up. Mm. So it, it's definitely like a long-term game for sure. Yeah. Kind of like, it's almost hard to postulate like what, Future, but future, I guess I'm calling them expansions. Really, they're just like additional metas and like I guess updates to the previous metas that been yes. released. You know, just to kind of like but yeah, that's, for that's sure. Kind of like that's kind of what's cool about <coughs> MetaZone. Like you know, we got certain creators that are already taking that initiative on their own hands. Like someone like Felblob. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the name Felblob. Yeah. yeah, like he created like a house, which is super baller, and it's got like tons of features. And he has his own roadmap of like shit he yes. wants to keep adding on to it. So yeah. it's like if he just he's got a public Trello page for anyone to see. Exactly. Yeah. So and again, like there's not many creators who are a lot of creators just kind of like they're putting out a new creation and then they're just working on the next one. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of like he 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 wants to make sure he's creating the best product and until they're all sold out, that's whenever he'll move on to another mm-hmm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a great. Uh, and then and then ethermon's like perspective is they want to create like a really deep game like some foods are only for specific ethermon I, and, yeah and, I, think, I mean you go as man they're they're making this game as deep as they could possibly make this i think that's a great idea man because like there's so much free well not free but there's so much land potential like you could just if this game turns out to be like some wildly popular successful thing like like i don't know the crypto kitties of yeah, Decentraland, like the, who, what, dude, what they could literally just become, like Decentraland just becomes Ethermon land. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like and, everywhere and, you go, there's just like Ethermon shit. You know what I and mean? And this is good for everybody, if, even if you don't like Ethermon for whatever reason. Like the fact that Ethermon, you know, potentially is successful is good for Decentraland because it's going to bring eyeballs uh, from a game developer standpoint, and they're going to come out with their own grind mechanism games. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like, 
more than likely Decentraland will never become Ethermon land because if Ethermon Ethermon becomes as like widely accepted as like just like this shit is cool and this shit works, then yeah, like you said, you're gonna see new games coming out, mm-hmm. and then this is gonna be a similar model, just like a whole different experience. Though, yeah, is what I'm is what I'm anticipating. And I think even Wonder Zone is starting to dabble into that that space. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Wonder Zone is is perfect. Like they they're on the same path, you know, the same yeah. wavelength as yeah. the Ethermon team. Yeah, and and there's you have to there's going to be a meteor strikes throughout the central land, and then you go and mine those meteors, and um, hopefully you collect enough materials and and uh, to make you know craft items. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, and then eventually and wearables too. Yeah, to use to use those craftable items or whatever, into uh, you know to mint your wearables. Which yeah, is, and that's who knows what these from uh, Frankie had a, an interview with the guys of the team and they want these wearables to have, you know, utility to them, like some kind of gameplay attributes where like, if you're wearing a certain minor hat, that's right. You're going to mine at a quicker rate, stuff like that. So who knows? They might, they might expand the game down the line, just like how we're postulating or speculating how Ethermon will expand down the line. Maybe you're going to start crafting fucking a spaceship oh, in the future. Like yeah, every oh, for community, sure. the community has to combine its minerals to, to make a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Like, you can start uh, combining functionalities of different games and start merging them. Like, let's say yeah. there's a, there's an Ethermon that's really good at mining, right? If you have that Ethermon because it's an NFT, you can go and mine faster or you can have a higher probability of finding more rare materials when you're mining those rocks. And so, yeah. I mean, pretty much anything is possible. It's It's really up to, like the developers to do it. And of course there has to be a market for it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about like, yeah, man, you could, you could just, you could even like branch out like and create like new additional metaverses with these games. You know what I mean? Like, like spinoff metaverses that are linked to Decentraland, meaning like Decentraland mm. is that, that hub you have to like fermenting all the game assets but like the actual game itself can can be like translated to a different metaverse. It's more oh, that's specific. true. That's true. Yeah. Like I said, this this mining thing, like it could evolve into like <laughs> the whole goal of it is to mine resources to create like technology to launch a space shuttle into yeah. like a different metaverse. Kind of sure. like we're, we're pretending like we're Elon Musk here. Yeah. We're trying to get to Mars. Yeah. So yeah. like as soon as the space shuttle is complete, this new metaverse gets released. And it's like it's 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 Wonder Zone land, right? You know what I mean, right, right, right. No, Who I totally agree. Up? I totally agree. I think uh, I think there's going to be a lot of collaboration in the Central Land, like uh, like talking about the Ethermon that can mine has like high mining statistics can be used for like Wonder Zone as well. And mm. I think there's going to be a whole lot of collaboration just because it, it seems to make sense. I mean, you're in an open world. There's different functionalities in that open world. You know, things should interact with each other and not be isolated from from one another. Mm-hmm. So I think that sort of gameplay is going to be it's going to become more prevalent, um, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but but then again, I mean, this is like this is like the earliest of the early days in terms of developing any game for Decentraland. So we got to almost play it by ear, like 
take take a snap one one snap at a time, right? When you're like playing football, it's like you snap the ball, you only got like that one shot to make a good play. And if that doesn't work, you got to adjust your game. I mean, that's how it is. Yeah. And that's what we're doing with the, uh, like I said, with our tournaments and shit. Yeah. (laughs) We're putting out plays, you know? Yeah. We're putting out plays, but some of them aren't working. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we're just going to keep on playing dude until we figure it out. I I pretty much, I, I pretty much know, I don't know, but I have in my mind, I think, the killer incentive for Decentraland in particular is, is it has to be like NFTs, like wearables and just any kind of in-game asset that you can earn from playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it's got to be. Yeah. Because like the market of game players, they're not necessarily gamers. You know, they're more like crypto investors. You know, the people yeah, involved sure. in Decentraland, they're majority crypto investors. <laughs> so yeah, if they're not going to get a return, then they're not interested. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. So in the beginning, I think that's going to be what it's all about until like, uh, like I said in previous podcasts, until like these headlines start going out where it is like people like Red Nitrous are gaming in the metaverse and they're, you know, after like six months of gaming hardcore, he has a Lambo now or some shit. Yeah, like that. that's right. That's whenever these, you know, you're going to see like a mainstream shift. Like, yeah. Fuck, dude. Like, I want to do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. Those are my predictions. Yeah, I hope Red Nitrous does end up playing and to the point where he earns enough to where he can get a Lambo just by playing all these like metaverse games. Dude, that means we're doing something right. That's right. I guess that's a perfect segue into. Uh... Yes, yes. Uh, but because uh, he's already earned three wearables this month. Like I, I sent them to him yesterday. So yeah. he's got, he got the Raver goggles, which is about like a almost, I paid about 2,000 mana for that. Okay. You got the rear top, about 1,500 mana for that. And you got the wiener helmet, which is like another 1,000 mana. So that's almost, that's 4,500 4, mana 4, right there, dude. Yeah. That's for a month's work. That's like a couple hundred bucks, dude. Yeah. Not bad, bro. Not a bad uh, grind. And then if he wins this land, which he's he probably has like a 70% probability of winning. Yeah. Then I mean, shit. That's a pretty good month, dude. He, he pretty much got he, he uh that's got a, like I don't know. <laughs> he netted like a a minimum wage job. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. In America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? I I totally agree. Uh, I think before we get to that, I there's a couple of announcements. So we talked about how we were going to uh, launch or deploy the Ethermon Meta, which is the Garden uh, this week, uh, like June fifteenth, the week of June fifteenth. Yeah, And I think there was a little bit of a delay simply because Decentraland decided to update the land, the world, on like Thursday or Friday of last week. So kind of like the, like the 11th the, like of the Was it the radar 12th. map or something? Yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, it broke a bunch of stuff and made some of the metas disappear for tons of tons of reasons. And so Core was spending a lot of time fixing that and like troubleshooting. is like, what actually happened? Right? Because... Yeah. When Decentraland does an update, they don't really tell anybody anything, right? They just, like, push the update, and all of a sudden, stuff breaks. That's how we know that there's been an update. And, like, for example, one of the updates is that you can press, I believe, the letter U on your keyboard, and the heads-up display disappears. I think it's the letter U. Yeah. So whenever you're recording Iron Man, you can remove all the heads-up display uh, when you're playing Decentraland. Right now? Yeah. When did this happen? Last week. No, it didn't. Yeah. 
<laughs> What's the button? It's U? The letter U, I think. Oh, fuck, dude. Let me test this out real quick. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've been making hella videos with hella UI, dude. <laughs> or hella HUDs, whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that's good. Yeah, that's the latest update. And I think they did that uh, for the short term, maybe for like, you know, the YouTubers out there to to be able to like record stuff without having like messages pop up onto your screen. Yeah. And so I think that's really to mitigate all that. Plus, I mean, it does kind of look good. When yeah. It's just nice and clean, right? Yeah. Um. So anyway, we are issuing Cobras NFTs by this weekend. Uh, what's today's date? Uh, today is Seven, June 18th. 18. <clears throat> And so, uh, by the end of this weekend, you'll have Cobras NFTs. Those those of you who have who own the Garden Meta, and pretty soon after that, you'll be able to start deploying. And we're gonna probably select like one or two people to deploy, so they can t- troubleshoot and test a couple of things for us. And from there, that week, <clears throat> you'll be able to deploy Cobras and start taking care of it. And if you already have Kiari as an NFT you'll be able to deploy that one at any garden meta location. It'll just automatically deploy, and then you can also start taking care of it there. So so I think having said that, have you jumped into the um, game yet? Yeah, I just, I, I, it worked. But it worked? I, I closed it immediately. Oh, that's like fine. Loud, loud, loud music. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, um, so this, this deployment that's going to be deployed very soon, it includes like leveling up for the ether mods and stuff like that. It should only up to like a certain number. Um, so that's part of what well, that's part of like the, the troubleshooting that we need to do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I need to ask like what the maximum level is like on day one, but I also think there's going to be, um, there's going to be a, a couple of like, for example, the cost of the food is going to be cheaper for the time being than it, than it would otherwise be. We don't know the number yet just because that's like part of kind of why we need landowners to deploy and start testing this out. Uh, but it should be cheaper. And then once the egg nest gets out there, then that's the the bare bones of the foundation of the game because that means landowners can provide a service to players in the sense of selling seeds and selling food to players and players can onboard by going to an egg nest and getting their own ethermon. Um, and so that as once that foundation is there, then we restore the prices of the the food and all that stuff. Okay. So right now the gameplay mechanic essentially is is figuring out like a, a the most efficient way of feeding your ethermon and taking yes. care of it essentially yes. so like yeah because i think the idea is you have to maintain like a happy ethermon a a healthy um with energy like you have to have the bars completely full in order to gain experience points and so if the bar is full then you gain xp um and then once the bars start going down your rate of xp that you earn starts going down as well Hmm. I see. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. So, and then of course, all that is is going to be flexible because we don't know what people are going to say, what they expect in the gameplay. You know, we don't. Nobody knows. So that's part of part of like 
doing these deployments and testing this out. Because mm-hmm. we want to we wanna make a game that's, like, fair, enjoyable, like, a grind, something that's interesting, something, some activity that you can do without, like, much of a hassle in Decentraland. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's the main goal. And you'll be able to launch this, this uh, meta next week. Yeah, and also I think something that's important is <clears throat> is I'm well, like, something I'm interested in seeing is whether or not people build like a connection or a bond with these things. <laughs> yeah. These digital pets, you know, because like uh, with the Tamagotchi and things like that, I didn't even know this. Like I played Tamagotchi, but I hated that game because my shit <laughs> continually kept dying over and over again. It was, it was hard to understand like what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, the whole the whole fact that you, they could die, <laughs> yeah, was crazy. I mean, it, I don't know, but it was definitely addicting and it was cool. But I, I did some research into the Tamagotchis, and I figured like people had like full blown memorials whenever their Tamagotchis yeah. would die. I saw that There's picture that, that you sent. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a, a whole board of people like you know leaving long as you know like eulogies, eulogies for their Tamagotchis. Yeah. Because they spent months, you know, raising them and taking care of them every day, all day. But <laughs> wasn't it like sarcastic, or did you like any? Did you read? No, any of no, those? those that yeah, I read some, dude. They were legitimately like sad, dude. Wow. <laughs> There's an actual cemetery, I think, like in the UK, with like people who bury their tamagotchis in the ground. Like the actual <laughs> toy into the ground. Oh, yeah. Wow. And like just like little tombstones and shit. That's what I'm talking about. I'm wow. curious to see if if people will form a connection to their ether Dude, what if we? Respect. What if? What if it gets that like important to people that we start selling like tombstone meadows? Uh, yeah, somebody could come up with that. Yeah, you know that's true. That's true. Anybody could come up with that. Like I'm just selling plots for to bury and like you know leave a little memorial for yeah. your ether mod and like you, you type <laughs> out your own like custom engraving like onto the the tombstone yeah exactly you'd upload yeah. like a gif of like all of its life history onto oh, yeah. like the tombstone itself onto like a little little miniature cyber screen yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, every time you go visit it you can go watch it oh you know? that's hilarious that's what i'm talking about i want to see if that comes of it because if it does then i know like this this game ain't going anywhere yeah you know? yeah that's what it's all about yeah you know? yeah it's it's quite possible i mean i feel like all the animations that we have uh, they're pretty diverse so i mean yeah could... I, I was gonna say that like what are the ingredients to create that connection it can't be like how animated and like real it looks and feels right because tamagotchi for fucking yeah they're little Pixels. Pixels. Like yeah. Little, yeah. It was like, like 12 pixels for a Tamagotchi. Yeah. So you would anticipate like even more likely to get connected to these, you know, because like yeah. you said, they're better animated. They're actual 3D things. Yeah. In an open yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I agree. I it's, This is going to be an interesting experiment for sure. And then on top of that, if you take care of these Ethermon, you'll be able to battle them. And once you battle them, like, it could be up to pink slips, man. Like, <laughs> who knows? I like, who knows I like that. Maybe there's like a like a hardcore mode where, like, the general gameplay is like you can battle them, but like nothing. It doesn't really cost you that much in the sense to like play each other. But maybe there's like a hardcore mode where you're like, all yeah. right, 
I, I feel it like could, it could just be like a like an arena, right? Like yeah. somebody hosts an arena that has that hardcore yeah. mode enabled. Yeah, exactly. And then you just like it's input like, your ethermons. Yeah, you you're battling the ethermon that you're staking in this this little like battle. Yeah, that's right. And then there's like a smart contract that executes. It's yeah. like whoever wins just goes straight to your wallet, you know, so that we don't have to rely on any. That's like. That's, that's like internet gold in terms of like uh flexing flexing and then not only that <laughs> but like spectating oh yeah that's you yeah if you're really gonna watch these battles yeah it's like cool. basically like axie tournaments what they have right now except there's like even bigger uh there's but you're not actually much in more them. at stake and you're not actually in the axie world you know what i mean like you're just watching the axies battle on true yeah yeah it's, it's just a yeah it's a, a video game <laughs> Versus yeah. like a metaverse experience. Like you could actually be there and be like, hopefully one day we'll have like a middle finger emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can just like flip off the dude you're fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It's all about that immersion, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on top of that, I mean, we got we to gotta remember the, these Cobra NFTs or Cobras NFTs, they're unique from each other, right? Some are better. They have some have better attributes than the counterparts. And so you might get lucky with like a really good Cobras NFT, you know? Wait, 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 wait. Say that again? So, so they're these, random? Yeah, these Cobras NFTs, they're not like, they're not copies of each other. Really? They're unique from each other. So they have their own unique attributes. Attributes, but not necessarily like combat stats. Or they could, right? Oh, yeah, they could, yeah. But then, okay. I guess I just have to wait and see what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so your Cobras NFT will, will not be the same as mine. That's the point. Yeah, like, because there's like 80, 80 or so garden bed owners, right? So there's going to be 80 Cobras NFTs, yeah. right? Well, no, there's, yeah, correct. There, So, yeah, if you buy like 10 metas, you'll have 10 Cobras NFTs. Okay, and then none of those are the same. They all have... Yeah, randomly no, generated attributes. attributes correct and the nobody knows what attributes are correct of value yet yeah and, and not even new. the ethermon team knows like whatever gets generated that's what you get like wow it's not like we have a, a set already we're looking at and we're distributing them it, they're they're generated in real time and they're just given out that's interesting yeah some of these attributes are like <clears throat> part of the execution i guess for the team down the line is like I, i've what i've seen like as far as attributes so like yeah. crypto kitties or axes is like i don't know like angry like this this axie he's kind of like a bitch oh you know? yeah so, so yeah. like he's got like a resting bitch face so yeah. like <laughs> maybe, maybe like in dissension land the animation has to reflect that i'm assuming uh well not now obviously yeah i'm talking about like some kind of that's a really complicated <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. If you if if the team could somehow pull that off, like that a level of complexity, yeah, Jesus Christ, like that's that's pretty yeah, that, that's that's tough. That's really tough because there's so many reasons why that's tough. Like uh, like if you wanted to, you, we were talking about skins earlier. If you wanted to add a new skin to your Ethermon, like you could, it, it's technically possible, but it's not practical from like a coding and like animation standpoint all that stuff like yeah of course to, to, like i said that, that's just that's just money floating away like yeah every additional 
personality you have to animate into these fucking yeah. things dude, that, that sounds impossible yeah yeah exactly actually. it's doable it's just man it's it's tough yeah it's not as easy as like like uh, i still don't understand how these fucking like crypto kitty animations come about like you I'm, know i'm each pretty sure i think that's like proprietary that's like one of the things that makes crypto kitties like unique is that they can just generate random crypto kitties with their own attributes and each attribute is tied to like the visual crypto yeah. kitty right yeah you can exactly. build you can build that engine you can build that for ethermon you can build that for axes and everything it just has to be built like it, it's just true yeah you know That's, yeah yeah and then if you look at all the crypto kitties they have like a basic form right they have a basic look and then you're just like changing the eyebrow location and so there's there's yeah, built-in they're constraints. Like, they're, like mis- they're like Mr. Potato Heads, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's what they are. And there's only like a handful, of, like a, a set of of like the standard look of a Crypto Kitty. There's like maybe five different standards, right? Like Not some are, some are floating, can- right? Remember, some are floating. Some have like you know, um, you know, they just look differently from the base Crypto Kitty. Yeah. Yeah, they came out with a new one. They're launching their own blockchain, I think. And then oh, they right. released like a whole new animation style. Like they're actually animated now. So like they, Oh well they, they're yeah, they're GIFs. I mean Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. Yeah. They're, they're it's new. <laughs> yeah. They're improving, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I I, I can't wait. I hope this sh- I hope people will like it. I really do. I mean like right now it's it's simple like we're not even at the player phase yet so like you, yeah we're not you can't expect anything too riveting yet like yeah I said, we're just laying like the foundation for this experience but like once you get in there and you start interacting with them and then you start like i said slightly building a connection to something because you're putting actual like time and effort into it yeah then you can start thinking like, oh man, like I can't wait till this thing is like fucking up someone else's ethermon i can't wait till this <laughs> thing is like I, I could put it into like an Ethermon dance studio and like teach yeah. you how to dance and shit like that. Like, yeah. And I, it, you know, it, it evolves. Yeah. Like it all of a sudden it just gets super swole and like grows wings and shit and like yeah, starts yeah. breathing fire. Like, I mean, no, yeah. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It can happen. Yeah. It but can it's happen. All de- it's all dependent on how, how engaged the community gets. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, let's say we roll this out and. It, there's not a whole lot of engagement, especially especially after the egg nest. I, we don't expect a whole lot of like gameplay for this particular launch, just because the foundation of the game isn't isn't out there yet, right? So it has to be done in phases, just because there's limited resources, there's limited players, there's there's limited everything, right? So we got to do everything in phases, and and that's why we're deciding to kind of reduce the prices of the of the food, just because we we know the base foundation of the game is still need to be like deployed. Right. So it's, it's just going to take some, some time, some progress. So having said that, I think we can jump into the winners or the winner of the land. And so let's oh, see, okay. let's see what we're doing. So I man first pick a number between <coughs> 10 and 61. 10 and 61? Yeah. 12. 12? Yeah. Okay. 
It doesn't have to be in the middle, does it, dude? No, it doesn't. <laughs> any fucking number, dude. That's, I'm trying to throw you off here, dude. Okay, 12. In case, you ha- in case you had some bullshit planned, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody picks 12, so like, like, that's how, you know, you guys you guys who are actually interested in this outcome, like, you, yeah. know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm trying to minimize any shenanigans, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 I got, I got So <laughs> like 12, 12 I, I did expect 12, but okay, let's, let's go with 12. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. So we have a list of the winners, the daily winners for this past month. As you can see here, we have Red Nitrous. Well, actually, you can't see. Maybe you could share the screen? Yeah, let me share the screen first, and then... Uh, here we go. Where are we? Yeah, good luck, boys. There's three of you. Okay, can you there see? There it is. Yeah, I can see. Okay, let me... There we are. So what I was saying earlier is that we have we have the winners here for the four games. And what we're going to do is so we have Red Nitrous for Block Hole, Red Nitrous again for Orb Jumper, Pack Runner. We have both Red Nitrous and DZ Sunyek, uh, Bents, the guy from Infinity Engine. And then we have Crypto Joe for the Block Runner. Yeah, okay. basically these are the people who won each day. These are the people that won each day. So you picked 12. And uh, so what we're going to do is, so we're using that same random.org uh, true random number gen- generator service. And so that, since you picked 12, I'm going to generate, I'm going to click this 12 times. Okay. And on, on the 12th one, that's going to be the winner. Okay. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. I don't know about everyone else but this is how we're doing it <laughs> so i don't know is your heart is racing fun. is your heart racing yet yeah but that's for other like medical reasons probably <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. i'm like totally sleep deprived like i was telling you earlier dude. i'm like i feel like shit right now but let's keep this going all right all right so here you go here's the first click one that's number six all right that would have been red nitrous right so this is the second click Here's a third, four, five, six, halfway there, seven. Now I'm starting to get anxious. Eight, (laughs) nine. All right, the 10th one generated was number four out of 28. Two more. This is number 11, number four again. All right, this is it. All right, next one wins. This is this is it. So as soon as I click this number, that is the winner of the land. All right, here he goes. Twenty-five. Holy shit! I think oh that's, shit! That's oh, it's Crypto Joe. Dude. Joe damn. Damn, dude. Dude, Red's gonna be so pissed, dude. Oh shit! <laughs> hey man, it, the it gods have spoken. Yeah, <laughs> RNG Jesus. That's right. Damn. I mean, Jesus, bro. Who would have who would have thunk, man? Yeah. That's number 25. Well, congratulations, Crypto Joe. Damn, Crypto Joe. So So can you pull up the parcel that he actually won? <laughs> you know what I mean? So we can take a look at it. Um, or do you, do you even do you even know like which one it is? Um Isn't it near like Vegas or something? It's one of those. It's near one of those districts. Okay. It's a piece of land. It's a one by one. <laughs> like you guys, everyone knows what that looks like. Yeah, it's just a fucking piece of land. 
Yeah. But yeah, damn, dude. R and Jesus, man. Yeah. Sorry, Red Nitrous, bro. I know you put in like you put in those hours. You put man, in, yeah, you definitely put in some time for sure. At least you got something out of it. Like you got three wearables. Yeah. Like about about five thousand mana in value and wearables he earned. So he didn't walk away empty. You know, he got something for his efforts. Yeah. <laughs> crypto oh, joe well, definitely like you know yeah definitely. i definitely thought red was gonna win but uh i guess i guess not man aren't jesus you definitely pulled the robbery bro <laughs> he did. definitely did uh, well crazy. that goes to show you that anybody has a shot we, we we've said this a number of times anybody has a shot you just gotta play yeah. and uh crypto joe decided to jump in at the last the last week and he ended mm-hmm. up winning land that's right and unfortunate for Red Nitrous, I think he was having like lag issues with Block Runner. That's why I decided not to like pursue. But yeah. also, Crypto Joe's is just really good at Block Runner. Like, I think he, his highest score was like in the 900s or something. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, I, I have a feeling that might have like de incentivized uh, Red Nitrous from like trying to beat him because like that motherfucker is a tough competition. Yeah. Well, and then again, I mean, it didn't really matter that anybody won block runner or pack runner or anything like that in the sense that it's it's a it's a random roll of 28 and red nitrous yeah, if, had like 70 percent of the of the pool here yeah but if he really wanted to he could have just yeah, he got 100 percent of the pool yeah you know that's true that's a good point he, he literally did until block runner came out and then as yeah. i said the robbery was pooled <laughs> <laughs> so at least it was interesting yeah crypto joe made it interesting red was trying to sweep this bitch but yeah Unfortunately, he couldn't. Well, yeah, there you have it. Uh, so what I'm thinking, I'm thinking because Red Nitrous is like the heavy favorite favorite for this one in this uh, heavyweight knockout series here. I'm thinking we don't announce who the winner is until we have this video out. What, what do you think? Oh, yeah. So other than it's like we have a winner. Um. Nah, you can't even announce that, dude. Just, just be silent, I guess. Like, <laughs> and then once the once the video's up, we like, okay, we have our winner, and then we post you wins, and then we just link the video. Yeah. It. Well, actually, let's link the video and then post the win, like a couple hours later. Oh, like you want them to like watch the whole thing? Yeah, man, to find just out? watch it. Oh yeah, why not? Uh, well, okay. I mean, we'll have the video. We'll have like. We'll have this section cut out, so like so this will be, be. It'll only be like five minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. That makes sense. All right, uh, All right Red. If you have a problem, you can blame I Man for picking number twelve. That's right, and, dude. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, man. Dude, Red, you know, you know, I'm I'm a big fan, dude. You're like a true gamer, man. Like, you remind me of myself when I was that age. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Always trying your hardest, man. Trying to top the leaderboards and shit. That was me. Yeah. I was always looking for the e-glory to, like, grow my e-peen. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. That was me, dude. I was all about that e-peen. So, <clears throat> unfortunately, there's a little bit more luck in this scenario. But still, like, yeah. keep grinding. Keep winning all the – or, you know, winning these competitions. Because, like I said, we need more gamers in the metaverse to, like, prove that there's, a, you know, earning potential here. Yeah. And, unfortunately, in this scenario, <laughs> scenario it didn't pan out that way. No, it didn't, yeah. but uh, it gives. I mean, it gives hope. Red yeah, Nitrous, we're gonna have more competitions in the future. Yeah, like, there's I, gonna be I, more competitions, and again, everyone should be playing these things because anybody can win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think whenever 
I don't know when, but whenever we get the time to develop Chrono Zombies further and like you know make that into an actual uh, game that we could start promoting, I'll definitely we'll definitely have another one of these like similar style tournaments. So. You know, you know what? What we should do for that one is we should once the game's ready, one day we we plan it out in like in a week in advance. Uh, we post it like in the um, in the in the calendar. And we say mm-hmm. on that day you win, you know, all these NFTs. Right? Yeah, and that's it for you, doing you, what you have one day to to like kill as many zombies as you can for yeah, that one day. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I want it to be like an actual event, like a launch event. Yeah, essentially. So it's like everyone just like is battling it out to see who's the best zombie slayer in Decentraland. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I, I got a pair of roller skates. I'm gonna put up for grabs. Oh damn, those are <laughs> so rare, there's, dude. There's only like. Ten There's of only those, ten right? of those motherfuckers, dude. Well, I got two of them, so wow. I'll give one away, keep the other one, because I mean I'm pretty attached to those motherfuckers by now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those roller skates are my brand now, dude. They're like featured in every video I make. So yeah, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> but I'll give the second pair away, and maybe probably other shit, shit too, like some mana. Right. Oh, but we'll see. Well, uh, yeah, there you have it. Congratulations, Crypto Joe. And definitely. um. Yeah, so next time we have these tournaments, everybody should be playing. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. This is like 20,000 mana land right here. Don't rub it in, dude. You're going to make Red Knight just go Oh, yeah. But we got to do something for Ethermon, too. I don't know what. But, or maybe not. I don't, maybe Ethermon has to do something, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll f- kind of like how Dabcraft had their own little event, you know, like a treasure hunt. Yeah, uh, I think... Yeah, we'll 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 have to figure something out for Ethermon, that's for sure. But yeah, let's uh let's call it and uh so yeah, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you follow us at the Block Runner. Also follow at Metazone IO on Twitter. And mm-hmm. um yeah, thank Check you. Check out our YouTube videos too. Yeah, man, dude, you've been like doing really good on these edits, man. Like what the hell? You're like a yeah, a producer, like a director. Well, I got a long way to go. Willis is <laughs> trying to become that next you know steven spielberg, spielberg of, uh, <laughs> of the youtube lands but yeah i got a long way to go but yeah that's I, hot stuff I'm, I'm gonna keep featuring like these decentraland land events i guess and like new cool shit that pops up yeah just because it's like i feel like i don't know i feel like maybe i'm adding some kind of value just being like that that uh, it's it's i don't know like giving like a perspective of like what the gameplay is like you yeah know what i mean yeah She's somebody who maybe doesn't have like a good enough rig to actually play anything like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if you go into anything, it's like a straight lag fest, right? So you yeah. can't actually play anything. So I'm playing on my super rig over here. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's a good it representation. I mean, uh, the music that you used, I think it was like Jim Bakum who made that song or somebody. Who the hell is Jim Bakum? Oh, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Like Crazy Jim. Which song? That the the rap song they made. Well, I, I don't know if it was him, but like I, I he was Met- the first one who posted it. So yeah, it's Metaverse Productions. I don't know who runs that. Yeah, Metaverse Productions. They made that rap. Yeah, that's somebody right. at Metaverse Productions twenty twenty, I believe. That's right. That's right. So yeah, that'll be cool. So yeah, check out those videos. I'm going to keep releasing more content. It just I don't know until I get either bored or until somebody tells me to stop doing it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I appreciate it, and we'll see you next week. All right, later. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at TheBlockRunner.